the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. And now here's your host, Steve Teal. Steve Teal, Very Bold Radio and Podcast. I'm excited every time I get to talk to somebody and hear their story and hear what God is doing today is no different. In fact, I'm excited to introduce you to Laurel Taylor if you don't know her. So let's say hi to Laurel and then we'll start talking about this gifted musician, singer, songwriter. How are you? I'm doing good. What's up? Man, I'm doing good. Uh, It's great to finally meet you kind of in person over the Zoom and just tell you, as I did off air, that I've been really enjoying listening to your music. And so I know there's so many things we could talk about, but I just want to give our our listeners and viewers, in case they're my fans and don't know you yet, if they're your fans, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, I love that song. I love that song. But uh, I just want to walk them through some of these songs. And I can't go through all of them, but man, your to this point your musical genre like how would you define it real quick like to this point maybe moving forward it's going to be different but to this point it's so diverse yeah as of right now I want to do the whole country pop uh, genre but literally any song and every song you can find on every platform is about Jesus it's a hidden message or it's straight out this is about the Lord um, and that's how I've I've wanted to do this, how I've wanted to write the lyrics to just yeah. be able to portray Jesus every time. So yeah. no question about it, you know? Yeah, that's great. All right. So uh, on Spotify alone, I'm not talking about other streaming platforms as far as numbers, but your song One Step, man, that's a cool song. Uh, 800,000 plus um, streams on Spotify. I'm sorry, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's surprising for sure. (laughs) All right. One step. Amazing song. We've got, um, and I like them all, but I feel like they're like just very cool and eclectic to this point. I know we're going pop country or or whatever you said, right? Right. That that it. All right. So holding on to you also has over a hundred thousand streams. That also is a lot. Um, and I know numbers are everything. Um, and now shifting, like one of your newer songs, Hear the Thunder. Yeah. Man, that one's fun. Yeah. Yeah. That one's super fun. And it was just a great celebration for Easter too, you know? Yeah. Man, I think that's I think that's a song people need to hear. I mean, I really like that. Um, some of your songs, I mean, I love the storytelling, but also some of these songs just, man, put me in the presence of God like yeah. but, in victorious like mode like that's right hear the thunder that's right you know it's good to have a proclamation for like I was writing for a church and I actually put it out two three years ago two three years ago and it did really well it's got got over 500,000 streams but I yeah it wasn't as Laurel Taylor it was as a (sighs) worship team 
but it was under me like writing it. And so it was super cool that to see that. And then I just re redid it and then just put it out and said, happy. Wow. <laughs> yeah. My research department, I'm going to have a talk with uh, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. I thought this was like a brand new song. Um, wow. Okay. That's awesome. So, wow. Okay. Crazy. All right. Um, old house Mm -hmm. and that's cool. I want to, I want to dive back into that one in a little bit, if you don't mind talking about some of that song, um, and sound of freedom. Uh, another just, Man, I was like, God, I want to know more about Laurel because I feel like these are not just writing words because they rhyme or, you know, writing words that fit. I feel like there's a story behind your song. So you can share with us, you know, as much as you want about that. And then one more I'll mention before talking about the newest one um, that sounds like a line. I really like that one, too. And that one's fun. Yeah, it's a it's a it's different. I thought I was going to go like rock <laughs> and then I didn't so I just put that out for the ones that want to you know ride on the motorcycle and go down the road I like it I like it sounds like a line y'all gotta listen to that because I mean it's cool it's just really cool all right and then uh one more song to mention the new single the one that out of all these songs um had me in some tears yesterday as I was listening to it for the first time I told my wife um don't listen to it. You're you're not ready. <laughs> she said, I can, I, I can listen to it. It's okay. All right. Uh, is mama prayed. So yeah. why don't you start like with this new song? It's beautiful. Uh, it seems to fit maybe where you're going with your music. Um, but it is so heartfelt and emotional. Talk to us about mama prayed. Yeah. So mama prayed is a song that I wrote about my mom. Um, she prayed for me and she went to battle for me. She fought mm. for me. And I couldn't fight for myself, um, you know, when you're in the, in the dark and you're not living what exactly God wants you to be, you know, on the path yeah. that he wants you to be. Um, I, I couldn't really see straight. I just knew that I took every opportunity and everything that came my way. And I just kind of just wasted it kind of thing. I didn't really use it for his glory. I didn't, you know, show who has given me these gifts and these talents and, and my mom would pray for me almost every night. She would, she'd text me and she'd call me and um, just a life that I was living, I wouldn't really respond or, but she yeah. never stopped. And mm. um, she continued to push and push. And there were times where it was a little too much. And then there were some sure. times where she backed away and, um, but it all goes with loving me well. And so yeah. um, she never gave up. And when uh, she showed me her prayer room, uh, when I mm. did Christ and, you know, being in the kingdom and how exciting that was. She said, look at these prayers. And she showed me all these things and everything I put in the song um, is basically what she was praying for the streets of Nashville when I was there and, you know, waking up so drunk, stumbling to the bathroom sink. She felt it. She told me that she said, she knew that that this night I was drunk or I call and just say, I love you. And she'd say, I could hear it in your voice and just all these different things. And so um, yeah, with that, I think that there is a strength in the song. There's a, there's a brokenness in the song. There's a pain in the song, but at the same time, I wanted it to appeal to every mother, um, every grandmother, every really any parent, anybody in your life that was praying or is praying yeah, um, and fervently praying, consistently praying. Um, I think there's something to that as a prayer warrior. So 
how long how long did she pray for you what are we what are we talking about in terms of years since I was about I, to say I'm 29 so 29 years um <laughs> no I moved to Nashville at 18 and I moved back uh and gave my life to Christ at 21 so 18 to 21 uh I was battling the streets of uh Music City and um, wow. just trying to find my way and you know she really did let me go she said you know God I, this isn't even my child. It's yours. And that was hard for her. And she said, she prayed a prayer that was super hard and, um, you know, basically bring her home, whatever it takes. Wow. And that's hard, you know, that is so hard. And I know the parallels, not great, but often with these stories, um, I think about, and like I said, the parallel analogies doesn't quite hold up, but I think about Moses mother and, um, and dad just try having to put Moses like in a basket and just say, I don't know, God. Yeah. 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 Here, here you go. I don't know what you're going to do, but it's so scary to let go as a parent. When it changes so, your life, you know, like I'm no, I'm not a parent, but I know I, I knew my dad's life before this all happened with me. And I feel like the Lord used me and all my, <laughs> terrible things I went through to pull my whole family together. You know, mom tell us about that. What? Yeah. yeah. There's more to this story, Laura. No, what? yeah. Always, always. What? Yeah. My, um, you know, we, we grew up on the foundation of Jesus and went to church and all that, but I feel like for me, and this is my personal opinion, yeah. I saw my dad grow in the Lord. He fasted for me. Um, mm. I didn't know that, you know, and, he fasted for over two weeks. Wow. He told me he just ate crackers and he said he didn't tell anybody. And he he was fervently praying. He said, bring her home, please. Like, you know, don't let her die because the things I was doing were really putting me in danger, you know, and, and my wow. mom was learning her prayer, you know, her prayer language and her strength yeah. to pray. And, and just, you know, it was kind of this living, living, but or breathing, but not oh, living. Shoot. That's what I would say. Okay. Back up a second. It just yes. froze uh, for about five seconds. It's saying okay. my internet connection is unstable. Is it mine? No, it's saying mine is. Okay. Which, uh, so I'm just going to pray through that because this is so important <laughs> to hear. So if yeah. you get back up just about like five seconds and um, let's mm. see, where were we? Do you, do you have it in your mind? Mm. All right. Go ahead, Laurel. <laughs> um, my mom and dad, you know, they they did grow up on the foundation and they they love the Lord and they taught me to love the Lord. But I had to do it, you know, my own way. I had to uh, one day walk in my own salvation, you know, and yeah. uh, myself with Jesus. And so I what I saw through all that when my mom was praying in Nashville and even when I got home and came home for good. Um, my dad told me his, his, uh, his relationship with the Lord changed. Like, you know, my dad went from maybe reading the Bible, maybe, uh, yeah, yeah. and he, he was a, he was a man of integrity. And yeah. that's, that's the most thing that I, I can, I can say about my dad is like, he has wisdom is integrity and, but he didn't have the spiritual aspect of it. Like the mm-hmm. wisdom of the Lord in the way that I prayed for, for years, you know? Yeah. And so to use me and, and the, the battle I went through, the Lord taught him how to pray for me. 
And that helped his relationship. And then it helped my mom's relationship to grow in her strength of praying. And so it was kind of a family thing. And then my brother, um, he went to battle for me too. You know, he was praying for me. He was um, fasting for me. He, I mean, it was a family, a family thing and God did a work. And you know what? We, we are not at all above another storm but mm. we know how to get through it. Oh, come on. Yeah. <sighs> Laurel Taylor, she's about to preach, y'all. Man, yeah. that was <laughs> whew, that was right there. Um, oh, wow, that's good. Uh, your brother, is he younger or older than you? He's older. He's married, has kids. Yeah. yeah. And um, we took two different routes, you know. He went to sure. college. I didn't. You know, he stayed at home, like closer to home, 15 minutes down the road. I went to Nashville, yeah. <laughs> I've been all over, you know, and we have different lives, but I absolutely love him and appreciate him and his prayers too. Man, when I think about going back to your mom yeah. and that there would be nights when like the Holy Spirit, I mean, she could tell like the struggle yeah. that you were going through. Like that's, yeah. that's incredible to me. Yeah, she could feel it. She said she had dreams, she had visions. Um, and she told me that one night, um, she was praying and I was on, I was on stage at this bar, uh, I was, you know, doing like a super late night. And, um, she said, I prayed that you'd hear a choir song that used to lead. And I, I could, I could hear it. And it was super annoying to get it out of my head because I'm like I'm trying to remember these lyrics for this song and all I could hear was like he will carry you um with his arms of grace he will hold you close to his face and I'm like what (laughs) you know I was like 14 when I was singing these things so it really blew my mind like God God really intervened and I know that I know I'm here today because of him and I'm here today because of my mom's prayers that helped (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing to me how God does want to involve us in prayer. Like he gives us that opportunity. I know I said off air, like the five loaves and two fish. Um, He likes, in my opinion, like to involve us, like to include us. I mean, he didn't need a little boy with five loaves and two fish. He didn't need anything, but he wanted to to include us in the seeing the goodness of God. So, um, I mean, I've seen in my own life, just the, the power of prayer and I'm looking, you know, we're like you said, there's, we're not above the storm and storms keep coming. And uh, it's just another opportunity to, to pray and see God move and do something about receiving glory. So, um, man, that's, that's good. Okay. So walk us through some of, the sort of now I'm picturing, you know, the prodigal come comes home yeah. or, you know, what, what can you tell us about that? And, and I know you can't quite speak for your mom and your dad and your brother, but I'm sure, man, they're ready to throw a big party and yeah. um, where's fatted calf. Where's the ring? Where's the robe? Let's go. Let's party for Laurel. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you leading up to that, I had a mindset of just broken and not mm-hmm. knowing where to turn and, super uh confused and listening to lies of like they're not gonna love you they're not gonna receive you well when you come home you shouldn't even go home you know the lies the enemy are telling me this and yeah and it was just pushing me harder and harder not to go and um I you know I told I told the Lord yes January in 2015 Mm. I said yes to Jesus and I I uh had a song that my mom sent me 
um, after she's been, you know, blowing on my phone, she finally sent me something that I clicked on and I listened to. And, um, wow. it was called Lord, I'm ready now. And it was about plum. Mm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's such a good very, song. Very popular song that, right. um, still means a lot to me now. And, uh, mm. it, it was like this piece of God and this just beautiful, like rush of the Holy spirit from head to toe, just saying like, you're okay. Like, I need you to go home. Like your time here is done. Let yeah. me rest. And, um, so I did. And I called my dad and I said, Hey, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm coming home. And he was just like overly like crying and it was yeah. crazy. And he said, well, don't tell mom. Cause we always try to surprise her. And things. <laughs> and so I surprised her. It was like close to her birthday. And I like pulled up, uh, in the, in the car and and I walked up the the hill and I kind of knocked on the door and she was like you know because we have like lots of windows and she didn't want to like come to the window and then I, I know her she was like what like you know we haven't talked in a really long time and really yeah it was like it was about two years of like division wow. and it was like her hearing from me like once every three, four months, you know? Mm -hmm. And so not knowing who I am anymore and, um, just gave her a big hug. And that's all she, she had nothing to say. That's all she wanted. And we didn't talk about anything. I didn't run through like what I used to do, or I'm sorry for this. No, it's just, we're gonna, we're gonna celebrate and eat dinner tonight. We're going to invite, you know, the family. And Mm. that's what it was. And Eventually, you know, I broke down things with her and told her my life, but it didn't matter. Yeah. He's like, (laughs) you know, you're here and you're living in truth now. So. Wow. This feels like a movie. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's beautiful. And it just parallels that part, at least. I mean, just the prodigal son and not that you had uh, you know, prepared a speech or whatever, but I think about the prodigal son, like, what am I going to say? You know, here's my speech. And he like rehearses it and he starts it and dad, you know, doesn't care. Just, Mm -hmm. it's, it's time to celebrate. It's time to party. It's time to eat. So I'm, I'm so glad for that beautiful reaction from your mom, which is just of God, the father. Yeah, absolutely. God's good. And I didn't have any I wasn't even scared because yeah. God gave me the peace to say, like, I got you. I've already went before you and I'm coming yeah. behind you. Just go, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. I did you feel um, like this need later the next day or whenever? I mean, you mentioned like then you kind of broke down some of the whatever. Um, did you just feel like that was something the Holy Spirit wanted you to do or did you just feel compelled or? Um, I think it's a, uh, you know, Righting your wrongs um, with people and especially relationships I had that were just, you know, severed. And I had to go back and say, I'm sorry. I had to build trust again with so many people, um, my family and friends. And um, so, yeah, there was a little piece of me that not really now today, I would think like maybe a little bit of it was I just wanted to clear my conscience, you know. But at the same time, I know the Lord was calling me to make it right. If there, it, it didn't have to be, you don't have to prove it, yeah. but because they'll know by your actions. And that's what I've said to this day. I don't fight for it anymore. The Lord fights for me. And I just yeah. lead by example. 
but there are some things I had to do and say, Hey, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, I found the Lord and he's convicted me of it, you know? So. And how was that received? Did your, your parents and your brother, did they all receive it the same or was it, you know, a little bit varied? Okay. Yeah. The family received it. Well, uh, the friends didn't, you know, I lost a lot of friends to it, but I also lost a lot of friends that weren't living for the Lord. And I had to change my circle. Like I had to change my whole community. You know, I had to, yeah. I basically had to fall face the earth for some people, you know, and they'll still reach out to this day and I'm just a different person and that's okay. You know, we're yeah. in different seasons. So, yeah. All right. I want to back up and ask you a question, just parenting wise. Like when you were talking about your mom, sometimes pushing it too hard. Um, can you just like in hindsight, walk us through like how she might've done that differently. And I'm thinking about parents, you know, that maybe are going through this with their own kids now and just trying to strike that balance between, man, it's just so hard not to, to push, you know, let me love you sort of thing. So what kind of insight can you give us to that? Yeah, that is a, I get asked that a lot. Okay. Today, parents I see that they just want to create this mold. Um, that is what they want. And I will say me and my mom are not alike. The only thing we have alike is we both sing and we love Jesus. We are very different and that's a good thing. Um, she always tried to push this agenda that she thought I was going to be. Okay. Um, And so when she was doing the whole Nashville scene with me, it was upsetting her. And she was trying to push and say, like, in the moment, she was a fixer. She couldn't let time tell. When when God says it's in my timing, not yours, he means it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that has taught me a lot through time. Like, even a friend, if they don't come around yet, let it just sit, let it, cause the truth is the truth and it will come around eventually. But if it's not in your time, there's a little bit of mm. pride that you have to let go of and say, okay, God, I can't fix this. I can just be there as to love them and to encourage them in the truth, but you don't need to Bible thump them the whole time you're on the phone and you don't need to tell them that they're doing wrong the whole time. You need to spend the time saying like, how was your day? I love you. Mm-hmm. Hope you have a good night. Like don't cut the relationship off, but don't mm-hmm. excuse the sin either. And my mom had to learn that because it was one extreme to the next. And that wasn't helping me when you're in sin and you're not living in the light, you don't want to hear truth yeah, and it's not received. So why say it? Right. Be with them, meet with them as Jesus would meet them exactly where he would just talk to them, have a real conversation, you know? And that was hard because my dad, that's, that's the cool part. My dad would call and he'd be like, Oh, I, I saw you needed, uh, you know, the refrigerator fixed or whatever. What's that going to look like? How can I help Mm. you there? Things like that was my dad. But then my mom, every morning a scripture and then every night some kind of song 
Laurel, I saw this and I want you to click on this. Eventually those just like, you can just scroll right off of it, you know, just mm-hmm. decline, decline, decline because it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. But if she would have just said like, mm-hmm. Hey, you got a second to like FaceTime and let's have coffee together or something, you know, hit them yeah. from a different angle. Yeah. And I think that's ministry today. I think that's sharing the gospel today is not Bible thumping them, but just saying, Hey, like you're not the only one that's broken. Yeah. You know, and I understand and I can see it and I'm ready when you want to talk. Yeah. But until I'll, then I'll pray for you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's really good. This is good stuff. Laurel. This is good. Um, can I ask you? And again, maybe, maybe it's not fair. I should ask your mom, but did she, <laughs> you know, on this side of it say, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I just couldn't help myself. Or was there ever a need for her to sort of say, I'm sorry and, and pushing it so much? Or are you still um, waiting? <laughs> honestly, I think I'm still waiting. I think okay. that uh, she's she's never said sorry for that, but her intentions were good. Sure. Um, and I think it's just a learning process that she has to walk through every day. Even today, she has to heed the wisdom of the Lord, not her flesh. Right. Dang, you sound so mature in your faith. Uh, I mean, living this life, going through whatever all you've gone through. I mean, there just sounds like a lot of depth. And you you can hear it in your lyrics as well. A lot of depth, a lot of life, a lot of wisdom. I mean, it sounds like God is just through your experience, but also probably a part of his gifting for you is this wisdom. I feel like I don't even have a question. I'm just saying that and seeing what you say. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I will say when I was in high school, I had so many people tell me like, you know, cause I told them I want to go to Nashville. I want to be a singer and I want to do this whole artist thing. And it's funny. People made fun of me because like, mm. they're like you can't talk, you know, and I couldn't talk. I, what couldn't, do you mean? I couldn't speak. Yeah. And, uh, on the platform the way I do now. And I know it's the wisdom of the Lord. That's just it. I just know I can't, I can't deny any of it. It's not me. (laughs) Cause when I talk, it's hillbilly, (laughs) you know, it's kind of slang. I've got some, they call me like, some people were like, I had this nickname is like hillbilly gangster. And that's like stupid, but I'm from Alabama. So (laughs) I've got this, you know, street side of me but i don't know i just i know god's good and he gives me the words to say yeah yeah man i really like that that's really good okay um well let's uh this is a deep like conversation this is good stuff so um not saying we won't keep going into that but i want to talk kind of pivot even though we're in deep and it's like oh we could just stay here in this depth still depth but uh talk to me about what the lord is showing you kind of with this current direction um tell us about that what that looks like laurel yeah so i've always been the type to go out of the box um even in the the world's ways i just (laughs) I've always been that black sheep and really, yes, I've always wanted to do something different. And, um, you know, even in ministry, the Lord's showing me that, Hey, like I can use this, I can use this sound to glorify me. And for so long, I believe 
I say long, but I'm 29. Like, you know what I mean? Like for a bit, I thought, well, of- I mean, 11 years, Yeah, 11 yeah. years at this career, um, yeah. that that's a lifetime. That's a long yeah. time. A lot of lessons, a lot of miles. So There's I think even though life. you're, yeah, you have, yeah, you, yeah, you have. So I, I, we get it. Yeah. No, I, I was going to say that I think that, you know, through the journey of the Christian music, I have, um, for me, I've seen like a repetitive kind of thing of like, here's the message, here's what's going to sound like, and here's how it's going to be packaged. And, you know, it's really cool. I, I met with, um, the rapper Tadashi, uh, in Atlanta. And he told me, he said, um, you know, don't be so prideful that God can't use a secular song for a message mm. to glorify the Lord. And I was like, no, like, I, okay. And he said, no, like Whitney Houston, a song of Whitney Houston's brought him to the Lord. What? And I was like, what? You know, so um, that hit me in a way mm. that I'm going to run with that because if you think that God can't use a secular song to bring somebody to the Lord, then you have really uh, dumbed down his power. You know what I mean? Mm. Like he's so powerful. He can use food (laughs) to minister. You know what I mean? That's right. Um, And so with my music, I've crossed over, um, not because I've pushed it just because the Lord gave this to me. And with old house and mama prayed very country, vulnerable house that built me Miranda Lambert vibe, um, Mm -hmm. going Mm -hmm. into country pop mainstream, but my message will continue to be hopeful and to glorify God. And you can hear the lyrics and know that's what I'm talking about. People are going to hear it however they want. Right. But I pray that it brings joy to them. And I pray that it brings hope to them. And I pray that it brings a way out from whatever they're struggling with. That's good. That's good. So besides Tadashi, like having this conversation and things, how else do you feel like God has kind of led you in this direction? Like, you know, I mean, yeah, well, uh, it's kind of funny. Um, I don't really even mind saying this, but everything I pitched to Christian music, it just kind of shut down. And oh man. God just closing those doors. Yeah. And that, and that's okay. Yeah. Uh, oh Yeah. You know, a few things here and there, but the main no was like, oh, okay, like, whoa, like, okay, this is what I want to do, but apparently this is what you want me to do. Um, and it's scary. It's very okay. scary. But the first week I put out Old House um, in January, uh, it got on a billboard in Nashville that I never thought it would be on. Like, I never thought I'd be on that billboard. That was yeah. like, hey, Laurel, like, I'm putting you in front because I need you to know, like, this is the lane I want you to go in. You keep writing like this, like, it's okay to write worship music and that's fine. But for me, I believe I'm called in my lane to do um, outside the box. And that's just the best way to put it. So, all right. I saw on your Instagram, talk to us about that. I did not know the context of, and I don't understand the context of that billboard obviously is, you know, yeah. legendary in some way. Big one, yeah. I, yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, how did that even happen? Like, yeah. what, how does that work? That's so cool. The, uh, the Nashville sign, they had a contract with uh, a 
a publicity uh, that I was working with and basically I hadn't even started with them and we had like this meeting and they were like, Hey, we just want to let you know that they're putting your old house up there for free. And I was like, Oh, cool. You know, it's not (laughs) something that you had to pay for eight seconds, you know, it went from Monday to Friday. So it was like on the release all the way to the, the Friday. So it was really cool. That's amazing. Okay, well, talk to us then. So the songs that we're going to be hearing are a little bit more in that lane of pop country. Yes. Um, so maybe not so much like One Step and things like that. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do acoustic things here and there. One Step, One Step was a will always be. <laughs> it'll always be a blessing because so yeah. many people connect with it, and I do that at every show, just acoustically. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just a little, you know, rest on your ears. <laughs> you know, but um, it's a good song to get stuck in your head for sure. And it's, 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 it has taken me the vein, the, I mean, the lane I want to, I want to go in, you know, yeah. it helped push me to that way. And um, honestly, it was inspired by the Justin Bieber song, the, the one that's like just acoustic and him singing. Yeah. Like it, it just feels good, you know, it does. and then putting a good message to it feels even better. Right, right. Okay, so I know you're really busy. You're on the road. It sounds like a lot. So are you having time to write this new music or have some been written? And I mean, where are you in the process of that, Laurel? So we have written everything. Um, I am always down to write new songs. But right now I'm on the road so much that I am focusing on on the road, playing festivals, releasing doing the music video, releasing, you know, and it's close to, it's close to Christmas in the artist world. So you kind of got to start with Christmas too, but I am open to, you know, co-writing. But as far as this record, as you know, putting out singles goes, I'm done. Uh, They just get kind of rewritten as the week of recording it. But other than that's it. Okay, so let me make sure I understand. I'm a little slow. So you've got like a bunch of songs that are going to be released. Mm-hmm. And tell me, are you kind of releasing it like once a month, once every two weeks or what? Tell me that. Well, the turnaround is usually four to six weeks when you do a song. So um, okay. the brand new single will come out in July um, with Tadashi. Okay. And then okay. after July, the music video will drop uh, shortly after that. And then from there, um, about the same time, I'll probably do a song, uh, that I have been working on last year, um, that we have written a verse and a chorus. So we just got to get that second verse. Um, but it, it carries on the testimony of old house and mama prayed mm-hmm. it's got more of a, like a Dan and Shay vibe kind cool. of, so it's country pop, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Man, these are exciting times. Exciting. Yeah. <laughs> exciting what do you feel like um god has when he's talking about reaching people through your music like what does that what does that feel like to you like the people that you want to reach you know yeah um well honestly i'll i'll just be very bold hey (laughs) Um, all right i think the christians are covered and (laughs) i love how you said that uh yeah covered um yeah i that's not that's not who i'm trying to reach i know those are definitely 
you know, my listeners, half of them, I want to reach um, the ones that never heard about Jesus. And I want the ones to, you know, I, I even told my manager, like, like, I want to make a song that sounds like Ariana Grande, but like you listen to the lyric and it's like, whoa, she's, she's not talking about that. She's talking about like hope and life and the goodness of God, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm a producer too. So I love to make beats and things. And um, that's where a lot of the inspiration comes from in my songs and the sound of it. But uh, yeah, that's, that's where I want to be. I want to play. My goal is to play the Grand Ole Opry. Yeah. And uh, I want to play mainstream festivals. I really do because um, it's even like Lauren Daigle did, you know, she's crossed over and all she's doing is bringing exactly what God has given her. And she's using that every single venue she plays. She can't control the venue, but she can control the moments she has on the platform and she can glorify God through it. And who receives it will receive it. And who don't, don't. Yeah, man, that's good. You've got something to say. Something like that. <laughs> it's hard to imagine back when you're in high school that people were saying, you can't even, what? You can't, you're not going to be able to do that. Yeah. I don't know. They laughed and I didn't want to go to college. And everybody was telling each other where they were going to college. And I was like, I'm, I think I'm just going to go to Nashville and pursue music. I didn't know what that was going to look like, but yeah, I opened up the door. Yeah. That's amazing. Okay. So I have this like, I'm sorry. I didn't even know what time it was. I have this like, I have this stopwatch like set to zero, zero that I was supposed to hit like a while ago. And uh, so anyway, um, I've taken a lot of your time, but is there anything else you just want to share? I looked up and it's like, oh, well, this has been a great conversation, but it's two 50. Anything else just on your heart you want to share or anything, Laurel? Honestly, I will say as an artist, like, um, as I continue to do this, I just want everybody to know my heart behind everything. When I make songs, it's not to glorify me and it's not to just get my songs out there. It's because God's told me to put it out and he's told me that his people need to hear it. You know, this world needs to hear it. Yeah. And so it's not about the next song on the charts for me. Um, I just do it because it ministers and it heals. And, uh, even, you know, getting to write with different organizations like the veterans or things like that. It's, it's, uh, it's therapy. And, um, I just hope people, and I pray that people use my music for therapy. Yeah. Woo. That's good, Laurel. Thank you. <laughs> this is so good. Oh my gosh. You've got me fired up to see what God has for you. Me too. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And uh, I want to encourage people that are listening or watching just to get in your corner too, and to kind of go back to what we're talking about, the power of prayer and uh, man, be praying for Laurel and this music and this platform that God wants to give to you. It's not just a platform. It's the people that you're going to reach because of that platform and because of the talents and gifts that he's given you and the vision and even allowing like the no of the Christian world, like at that time, I mean, at least speaking for myself, when you get those no's, it feels you know painful and feels like rejection and feels like what now, but it's like God 
God knew. And sometimes we need a no to pivot because otherwise we just keep, you know, well, Lord, you told me to ask, seek and knock. I'm just going to keep asking and seeking. And he's like, no, let me, this is a no, because I have something more important for you. Yeah. And uh, man, all right. Anything to say to that? I mean, I'm just chit-chatting, but uh, you got so many good things to say. I just feel like you're about to say something really good again. <laughs> this, this is the best one. Follow me on uh, Laurel Taylor Fishel on Instagram, uh, Facebook, all the you know social media platforms, and you can find all my music on every platform. <laughs> See, that was wise. You're wise, Laurel Taylor. <laughs> all right. I love it. I'm going to go ahead and sign off. Hang on. Hang on with me. I'm just going to go ahead and let our people um, that are listening and watching know, and uh, just, man, if you have not heard Laurel's heart throughout this, I think it's really beautiful what God has done and is doing, and just the depth of her relationship and understanding of that wisdom that I mentioned earlier that she has, and the boldness that she has in being very bold herself, it obviously comes through the depth of this relationship with Jesus and this passion for him, and how exciting then I think about you know, Paul and Barnabas going out on their mission trip, the first one ever, I mean, that we know of. And it's just like exciting and man, scary. And you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know the people that God is planning on reaching, but you know, it's going to be good. And that's, um, that just comes from that hope and that calling that's on Laurel's life. So I don't know my listeners and our viewers, what God's calling is on your life, but I know it involves loving people. I know it involves, you know, someone in your life, someone you don't yet know, loving them and, and being the light, um, in this dark world that needs us in this broken world, as Laurel has referred to just the brokenness, you get to bring some of that light and love. Sometimes it's just through your joy. Um, and it's definitely through your gifts and your talents. So I don't know what your gift and talent is. We recognize many of Laurel's here, and we're just talking about a few right now. But whatever that is, God wants to use that. And your your purpose, your story, he wants to use that. So, um, And that all ties in sort of-ish to 2 Corinthians 3.12. And that's where we get the name Very Bold. And it comes from 2 Corinthians 3.12. And that's why we're Very Bold Radio and Podcast, Very Bold Ministries, Very Bold Scrapping, Very Bold This, Very Bold That. Just as a reminder of God's great love and the hope that he has. And then that's the springboard to be very bold for him and very bold doesn't necessarily always mean just opening our mouth and yelling at people or Bible bashing or anything. It just means man living every day in a boldness of answering God's call. It's Peter in the boat saying, Jesus, if that's you call me out on that water. It's keeping our eyes focused on him and knowing that even when we slip and fall, Jesus is there and he'll pick us up. And even if he says, why'd you doubt? You know there's love behind it. There's no condemnation. It's still kindness. So all that to say, I want to encourage you to be very bold. Remember how very bold Jesus was for you. He did everything just to have relationship with you. So 2 Corinthians 3.12 says this, Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com.
General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.